0: Hello and welcome to Earth Matters, environmental and social justice news from Australia and the world. This show is produced at 3CR Radio in Fitzroy, Victoria and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm Jen Rummel. On this week's show, we're tuning into Newcastle, New South Wales and the recent day of protest against the fossil fuel industry known as Break Free. In one day, 2,000 people gathered in Newcastle to shut down the coal port shipping channel, coal train lines and coal loaders. People travelled from across the country and from the Pacific to participate in a collective resistance to the industries fueling climate change at one of its most important sites, the world's biggest coal port. First up, we'll hear from Nina, a Yorta Yorta man, and Nathan from the Awapakulm Nation, followed by some more voices from Breakthrough. <laughs>
1: Yenbena, Waka, Wala, Yuriga, Yuri, Yadabilla Damangu, Mulana, Yakapna, Nidunoma, Yepi. I acknowledge the lands that we stand upon, this special place, special part of country, where we all are in this moment in time, but time is a strange thing. For us, it's hard to encapsulate time. We live through time that's been from 80,000 years ago or more to the song, the song of our ancestors, that ceremony. Each of those moments in that dream time essence, they live And so here, we're all gathered here to fight against the destruction of country. And when you destruct country, we feel destructed. And I'm sure that's not just indigenous feeling. Or you other mob out there, you're not just here to put your lives on the line for some sort of half reason. You're here because you feel like you're being broken. You're being torn apart. But those intensely damaging things that are going on day after day. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it's incredibly beautiful to be here with each and every single one of you.
2: Being a man that's grown up on this country, uh, this is a special place. And this is the place of the Awabakal people um, who looked after this place for thousands of years. Um, and I feel so privileged to have grown up on this country. Um, so I'd like to thank you all for coming here and uh, fighting for Guri Thakun, which is Mother Earth. Um, she's, she's a special um, part of my, my life and my culture, and my spirituality and, and connection in this world. So um, thank you. Just wanted to share with you some of the local history of this beautiful country that we're on. Um, we're going to do a musical piece and, and we're going to uh, pay homage to uh, Baraban, which is the eagle hawk. Uh, and the eagle hawk is special in this area. Um, the, he is the totem ancestor of the Awapakal people. Um, so he's a very special animal um, to the Awapakal people for a number of reasons, not just because he's the animal ancestor, um, he also sleeps in the landscape here. Um, if you look over the other side of the lake, you will see a mountain in the shape of an eagle, with his wings spread, um, a mountain called Keeper Keeper, the local people called. Um, and he fell asleep in the landscape, um, and he is the eagle that fell asleep in the landscape, and he looks over this country and protects this country. Um, which is also special because uh, the eagle, we believe, and the Wabakul people believe, and I believe, that when Biamey, our father, creator created all things. Um, when he comes to this earth, his physical form is the eagle hawk. So the eagle hawk is special to me uh, and to the Wabul people. So um, we're going to pay homage to to the eagle hawk. Um, also, I think the the Iwabical people, um, you know, they'd be horrified to know something that they held sacred um coal was one of the things that they talked about in a lot of their dreaming stories about creation um and they're probably one of the only few mobs across country that have coal in their in their dreaming stories and to see it being exploited you know to kill what is special to when it got pulled uh, mother um you know they'd be heartbroken so we're going to sing a song for those old people <laughs>
3: And Annie um, what's prompted you to come and be a part of Break
4: Free? Um, I'm a grandmother I've got a two year old and a four year old um, grandchildren and I'm very conscious of the impacts of climate change on the future and especially of that generation that will be growing up in say 20 years time so For me, there's a really basic paradigm that I suppose that I live by, and that is the antidote to depression is action. So rather than sit around and feel grim about climate change, um, I'll do whatever action I can.
3: What a great outlook. (laughs) And uh, what do you hope that this action achieves? Do you see any outcomes?
4: Mm. I think the main thing for me is that um, just that more more of us Australians really get a sense of the fact that many of us are really concerned about this issue and, and are prepared to, you know, <laughs> do things that we wouldn't normally do. You know, I mean, I'm an older person. Um, you know, you wouldn't normally necessarily find an older person sort of standing up, holding a banner. We always associate that with younger people but I think there's a lot of older people like me you know grandparents and parents who who really think the time to make ourselves heard is now because ultimately our politicians do not seem to be listening you know we've just had the budget federal budget released there is no mention to my knowledge of climate change in the budget um the opposition is talking about some targets for 2050 and that's good that there's targets but they're not very strong targets we need really strong action now
3: So, what's your name?
5: My name's Marnie Cotton. And where are you
3: from? I'm from
5: Coss And
3: what's this little one's name? This one's
5: Layla Brown. And she's eight months old.
3: So, I was just going to ask you why you came to Break Free. What prompted you to be a part of
5: this? I guess I'm at Break Free because I'm a mother of two precious girls and I am completely terrified about what's happening to their earth and what kind of future they're going to have. Um, it's... Horrifying that we're not acting like it is a climate emergency because that's exactly what we face. We're seeing the coral die off, like 50% has died already before this mass bleaching. Um, We're seeing crazy tar sands fire happening in Canada. We're seeing the Syria wall was led by freaking climate change, but no one wants to admit it. So I guess we need to actually recognise that we're in the emergency now. We need to act for future generations for ourselves for everybody. So.
3: Yeah. And what do you hope to see come out of this action?
5: I guess I I mean I'm I guess I want to stand with everybody collectively solidarity is the key. I think that at this stage we've got all these movements in Australia going on separately and I think we all need to stand together and realize that we actually really are a force and of course I want coal mining to stop and them to stop opening up New coal mines because I think it's insane. Um, I want them to stop opening up gas fields because it's insane. All these things, they're not. Their cognitive dissonance is playing a huge role. They keep saying they're acting on climate change, and they are absolutely failing.
3: Thank
1: you.
2: next one's Juralae, this is the story of creation you'll see the men come out um, and mimic our four animal ancestors that Bwami our father come from the sky and gave us, um, God and the creator so this one's given to us by our Najee Uncle Paul Gordon, this is Juralae ne <laughs>
6: Your lad, your lad, your lie. Your me, Gandiana, your lie. Near a while, one I Your me, Gandiana, your Girl, 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 I, by me, you're not your life. Eh? Yeah, I uh, one day. Eh? Girl, eh? Banda! Girl, I,
0: by me, you your life. Eh? Yeah, Paul, guy, up,
6: uh, way, one,
0: eh? You've been hearing voices from Break Free, a day of direct action on climate change at the world's biggest coal port in Newcastle, New South Wales. You just heard from Neil, a Yoru Yoru man, and Nathan from the Awabakal Nation, Annie from Canberra and Marnie. This is Earth Matters, produced at 3CR Radio on Wurundjeri Country and broadcast all across these stolen lands we call Australia on the Community Radio Network. In October 2014, a team of Pacific Climate Warriors travelled to Newcastle and blockaded the shipping channel with traditional canoes and the message that we are not drowning, we are fighting. The Pacific Climate Warriors returned to Newcastle for break free.
7: that our journey here um, as you know, Pacific Climate Warriors is a peaceful journey. We bring with us you know, our culture, our tradition, we bring with us our people. You know, and we travel to Newcastle to highlight these impacts of climate change, to share our stories with the rest of the world. And hopefully I get Australia to reconsider uh, their commitment to expanding the fossil fuel industry because if they continue to expand the industry, it will continue to uh, expand the destruction to the Pacific.
8: We try to come up with something which is really unique in our tradition and, and which reflects... Uh, how important our culture is, and how um, uh, badly I mean this climate change affects our, our culture. building this traditional canoe uh, will really show the voices of the people. In our in our in our place, uh, the indigenous people who live back home who are struggling from uh, these challenges of climate change uh, so uh, we, we we take the canoe as a, as a tool and as a mechanism. Uh, that reflects our culture, that reflects our tradition, to show the world that uh, we are at the front line of climate change, and we are facing uh, this challenge in our daily activities uh, uh, in, in back home. Uh, climate change is, is real. Climate change is impacting our livelihood, our food security, our environments. Then it's important for us to tell that story, and in the hope that it will change people's mind of the way they are treating the environment. Us going to, um, to the flotilla in Newcastle is taking that message that that we want a solution. We, we, want, we want the world um, to be responsible and, and do something about climate change.
9: I chose to go to Australia, t- to Newcastle, because climate change is... Uh, a personal issue for me. Living on low lying atolls has been a lived reality for all of our people, for the Marshall Islands, and I felt it was really important that I join and to bring that story out so people are aware of it and they can help us, so they can also help us do something about it.
7: important for us as uh, young people in the Pacific to share our stories, to share our lives, to share our history and our culture and our traditions, because this is this is who we are. This is what makes us the people of the Pacific.
9: In Newcastle, that's what we did. We brought our stories, and so many people connected with us, and. It just moves people. Stories move people and connect us to one another at a deeper level. And I think that's what was so powerful about our action in Newcastle. We did it in a very pacific way, in our own way, and it it really motivated and touched so many people.
7: It's so important that you know, as young people we stand together and we stand united. and. We're we're ready to share this message with our people and with the rest of the world. We are here as warriors to uh, tell the world that we are not drowning, we are fighting.
6: So I come here back to this place where we gathered to make a stand for our islands, to join you on their behalf, and to say that enough is enough, that we want to join with you in solidarity as the world sends a a strong message to the fossil fuel industry that their existence means the end of the homelands, of the islands, of some of the islands of our Pacific climate warriors. And this is not okay. We are deeply honored and privileged to be with you today. And we know that across the Pacific, across Micronesia, Melanesia and Polynesia, all of you here today are in their prayers. A year and a half ago when we were here, it was a very, it was a very tough day. The police had a very strong presence that day. And even after a major incident, where they destroyed or tried to destroy one of our canoes, and the anger and the frustration and the hurt was, over, was overtaken by, by grief and sadness. And instead of retaliating, we prayed for everybody that was here, including the police, that the purpose of our being here is not just for ourselves, but for them and their future future generations to come as well. <laughs> Climate change is indiscriminate. It is going to affect us all. It's not just going to hit the Pacific Islands. We're going to hit, we're going to be hit by it first but it's going to hit everybody. So just like this sign says behind me, this fight needs everyone. Everyone can do something. And I'm so proud and honored to say that our Pacific Island community who have come out to support, this is what we can do. This is what we, this is exactly where we want to be. And this is where we need to be to ensure that we can break free from fossil fuels to send that message, to break free from fossil fuels and transition to 100% renewables. That's what we need to survive. God bless and happy Mother's Day to all our mums.
0: You've just heard from some of the Pacific climate warriors in Newcastle, both in October 2014 and May 2016, taking on the world's biggest coal port with the message that we are not drowning, we are fighting. The voices you heard were Ariane, ISO, Milan, Loak, and Coretti, who spoke in Newcastle. Thanks to 350.org Pacific for the recordings from 2014. Let's get back to some of the people on the ground this May in Newcastle.
10: I was at the with the kayaking crew, uh, we went on the water. Um, it was a uh, uh, we were at Horseshoe beach and um, kayaks on the sand and it was a festival happening on the beach and families and all kinds of people from all all around Australia and New South Wales um, and it was a really fun event it, it had a very celebratory feel about it um, and people took turns to go out on the in near the channel um, yeah it was just a really fun Fun kind of day. <laughs> there was a really diverse range of people. Um, some had experience, <laughs> lots of experience in, um, but it didn't end up really being like a nonviolent direct action. It didn't have that feel. It was more just like a Sunday row on the <laughs> on the water. Yeah. I think the most special thing about it, uh, which I felt most strongly on the water, was just how people coming together and really um, seeing that the numbers are slowly you know very slowly growing but um, the the sense of I know a bit joy and the sense of joy that comes from um, people looking around and seeing oh wow these people are thinking like me along the same lines as me Um, and even if we don't have a significant effect at least you know we can see that we're not alone in how we're thinking about this. And even though we all live in different parts of Australia, we can, this spot, like at that point in time, particular point in time, was just it just showed us that um, yeah, more of these kinds of things are doable, and um, they have really positive impacts on a community level.
11: What's your name? Uh, Sam. And where are you from, Sam? I'm from Melbourne.
3: Why have you come to break free? Um,
11: I think it's a pretty um, cool opportunity to be a part of, I suppose, uh, really, really big um, action um, at a site of fossil fuel extraction, I suppose, and particularly um, given the government's, like, continued kind of, like, non-action in this area and just how serious this crisis is, like... Um, it's a really important um, chance to sort of tell the government that we want them to do more. I think it's probably a pretty um, significant moment. I think um, it's part of a bigger shift that's happening about, like, targeting corporations and recognising that they, uh, um, you know, they have a really culpable um, role in the kind of um, continued extraction of fossil fuels in this country. Um, And I think the fact that it's, like, getting, you know, A lot of people on the ground is like a kind of symbol of um, getting people engaged you know people taking back power from corporations from governments that I think for a long time have um, kind of forgotten the people who they're meant to be representing and I think yeah in that sense this action is um, I think a really important kind of moment in that in that shift in the narrative in that shift in the movement focusing on people over the kind of profit that has traditionally um, happened. If everyone here went away and started organising in their communities, started having conversations, um, doing, you know, actions, you know, however small um, in their local areas, that um, that would be kind of the, the thing, I think, that would take us to the next level in that, okay, yeah, it's really great that we have this, you know, amazing big action in Newcastle, but imagine if for the next, you know, 10 years there were actions every week in, you know, towns all over the country... Um, in communities of different people of different ages. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's the next step in my mind. What's your name?
12: Georgia Hill. Where
11: are you from,
3: Georgia? Brisbane. And why have you come to Break Free this weekend?
12: Um, break Free is a gathering of um, environmental activists from all over the country who... Um, planning to basically send a massive signal to the coal industry and more broadly Australia that um it's no longer um acceptable for us to burn coal um because the earth's climate is changing really quickly and um yeah I'm just stoked to be involved with that um it would really be really nice um to see our government take climate change seriously um maybe a great big fat tax on carbon, Um, but um, for me, probably just to keep, go home and keep being involved um, in this movement, I suppose. Hopefully this action will attract a lot of media attention and people all over Australia will see that um, climate change is a real legitimate threat to our future and that Um, This is no longer just a fringe issue and it's attracting people who are from all walks of life.
0: It's not just hippies anymore. That was Eileen, Sam and Georgia speaking about their experiences and motivation to participate in direct action on climate change at Break Free in Newcastle, May 2016. As the effects of climate change are being witnessed and experienced around the globe, civil disobedience to shut down the industries that cause it is obviously increasingly necessary. To find out more about Break Free and to join the movement fighting for climate justice and the end of the fossil fuel industry, head to australia.breakfree2016.org. I'd like to give a huge thanks to Kieran Jareth who recorded these interviews and sounds at Break Free in Newcastle. From the top we heard from Neil... Nathan, Annie, Marnie, Ariane, ISO, Saya, Milan, Coretti, Eileen, Sam, and Georgia. This has been Earth Matters, produced at 3CR Radio in Fitzroy, Victoria, and broadcast all across this continent on the Community Radio Network. I'm Jem Rommeld. You can contact us by emailing earthmatters3cr at gmail.com. You can call up the station on 03 9419 8377 or find our Facebook page. The music on this week's show was all recorded in Newcastle at Break Free and featured songs from the Awabakal Nation, including the dance Lai. We'll go out now with the Lurker's song, Who's Got a Padlock and Chain? We look forward to talking at you again next week on Earth Matters. Who's got a padlock and chain?
13: Who's got a padlock and chain? Locking on tight to that coal train tonight. Tell me who's got a padlock and chain? But gong people, do you dread? Yes, gone people, do you dread? That sound up on the hill? Yes, that's peabody's drill, cracking through your drinking river bed. Yes, peabody's digging up that coal. The peabody's digging up that coal hole. Gonna lie down on the track and make a port of the cold back, cause nobody should be digging up coal. Who's got a padlock and chain now? Who's got a padlock and chain? tell me now. Locking on tight to that coal train tonight. Tell me who's, who's got, got a padlock pad, and chain. I'll name you their leader in crime. He's CEO with people in my hands Mr. Gregory H. Boys He's a leader of choice For his will make him pay in time We'll be standing in court one day We'll be standing in court one five day We'll hear the judges' voice say Mr. G. H. Boys For your crimes You now must pay The me, Who's got a padlock and chain will not tell me Who's got a padlock and chain? Well, tell me now. Locking on tight to that coal train tonight. Tell me who's Who's got got a padlock and chain. We're going down to break that law, when that law is designed for the Peabody Swine, but well we've all got to break that law. i tell you now, we got concrete, it's ready to go, we got concrete, it's ready to go. we going to pour it good and fine across that coal line and make it set.